Hi, and welcome to The Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic sleep and dream experts <laughs> extraordinaire, Mordecai Ballas. Hey, Mordecai, how are you today? I'm great, Wendy. How are you today? I'm great. It is really hot where I am. <laughs> so oh, yeah? I'm, woo, yes. It's, you know, we're in the hot, the heat of summer, right? <laughs> we're sending you some cool waves from Los Angeles. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Welcome, everyone. We're very excited to have you here for today's episode, which is entitled The Sleep Ratio. We'll dive into that in a moment. But first, I want to remind everybody that The Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast that dives deeply into the power of our sleep and our dreams all the things that we can do in our awakened day because we enhance and better our sleep and dreams. And Mordecai shares this information from his deep understanding and uh, many years of learning of the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. So it's really amazing, uh, deep inside secrets that you will not find any place else. I can promise you that. We would love it if you would stick with us till the end of the episode where we have two fantastic features. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares with you a sleep symbol of the week. So you're able to understand your dreams better, interpret them more and maybe help others interpret their dreams. Also, we have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares with you tips and exercises, workshops, meditations, lots of great things that you can do to enhance your sleep and or your dreams. So please stick around until the end of the episode for that. And Mordecai, with that, yes. tell me the sleep ratio. <laughs> what are we talking about today? So it's a very, um, it's a very exciting uh, uh, theme for today's episode. I think because um, it's like the maybe today one million is not even enough, right? Maybe it's a ten million dollar question because of inflation. Inflation is going these days. Yeah, we need to to raise the <laughs> it's a ten million dollar question because um, how much is it? How much is it enough to sleep? Like, can I sleep too much? Right? I mean, there is the expression of I overslept, but um obviously we are familiar with the idea of being sleep deprived like mm -hmm. we are some of us are familiar with it uh, personally some of us know someone that is sleep deprived um but but we know what it means but can it be like oversleeping what's the fine balance between oversleeping and being sleep deprived and uh, like, how do you know how much is enough to sleep, right? I mean, like someone can sleep, uh, I don't know, eight hours, seven hours, and they wake up feeling exhausted. Like they feel like, uh, oh my God, you know, I didn't sleep the whole night. What do you mean? You know, if we would put cameras, it looks like you slept. Right. Uh, and some people sleep, um, uh, Maybe I'll give an extreme example, a few hours a night and they wake up, wow, ready to rock. So, so where is the balance? And, um, and not only where is the balance, my last but... name is Balas, bring <laughs> the balance. Well, but not only, not only the balance, you know, it's, I'm sure you're going to share some of this, but it's, do you need more sleep to be healthier in general, physically? Do you need 
a certain number of hours of sleep just to make sure your soul gets to its destination. Like I have lots of questions about the balance because, you know, some of us sleep, find that, you know, we can sleep, like you're saying, four or five hours and still go a whole day and feel like, you know, they were on top of it. Right. So. So the answer is obviously um, in two parts. Uh, Sometimes they say it's always three parts, but this time it's two. Um, It's spiritual and physical. Obviously, physically, or energetical and physical, physically there's a lot of science about the importance of sleep. Um, That it backs it up, the importance of, uh, to your health, which will, uh, with the help of the force of creation, will have a, a whole season just about sleep and its connection to, to health. Um, but when you look at enough sleep, so science has been back and forth about different, uh, I mean, it used to be uh, uh, six hours, seven hours. I think now it's roughly around seven, seven and a half hours is, a, is ideal. Soon we'll understand also why seven and a half. Um, But what's interesting is that they found out, and this is also backed up spiritually, after eight hours of sleep, as you get in towards like the nine hours and up, and some of you might uh, be surprised, like, what, there are people that sleep like nine hours, (laughs) ten hours? I know some, I know some. Teenagers. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, especially teenagers. Uh, but there are people who also, in the later age, even going to uh, an event, going to a party, going to uh, travel, traveling, jet lagged. There can be so many reasons why people would sleep more than uh, eight hours or just feeling like uh, not doing anything, staying in bed and stretching the sleep out. So they found out that uh, as you are crossing the mark of the eight hours getting towards the nine and, and north, <laughs> and you will start to have um, chemicals that the, that the brain starts to release. And uh, they are not so healthy. In fact, they actually say it's a borderline toxic, <laughs> borderline toxic, but, but spiritually, you will start to have funny dreams or weird dreams. Hmm. or um, dreams that are not resolved. Like, you keep on trying to force it, like, yeah, but what happened? Like, you're going in the dream back to the scene, but I want to resolve it. I want to figure out what happened here. You know, it's like they left you in the show. It's like the the, the, the peak of the moment, but to be continued. And it's like, no, I want to see what happened with, the, with this character, right? And it's like they're telling you, in the upper walls, in the metaphysical reality, listen, you pretty much maxed your your quota of stay with us. You know, it's time for you to, uh, to, to go back to planet Earth and start to manifest. Don't it, just be dreaming about it. It's so funny because I, I bet you everybody who's listening to this has had that experience. Like, you know, on those days where I don't know, like maybe it's Mother's Day or Father's Day or your birthday or something like that where you go, you know what, I'm going to sleep as long as I want, right? <laughs> and yeah. and on those days, that's when I have experienced what you're talking about. Like it's, I've been sleeping for like, and it's very rare for me to do this, but like eight or nine hours. 
And that last hour of sleep is like, the dreams are ridiculously crazy. You know, they're yeah, it's like you wake up and you're like, what the heck? <laughs> that was bizarre. It's the ones that are the most, you know, and you kind of are aware of what's going on, but you're not, you just feel like you're really like in a movie somehow. Yeah. They are literally on the cusp of uh, hallucinations. Yeah. And like there is no dream interpretation for those. These <laughs> are like, <laughs> it's like the bottom of the bottom in terms of like a message. The, 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 forget about a spiritual message, right? It always reminds me of the funny story of someone that uh, came to my teacher, to Karen Berg, and, and asked Karen, uh, why did he get the flu? Uh, what's the spiritual reason? And Karen looked at him and said, you know, you, when, when you went outside, you didn't dress up so uh, <laughs> warm enough, you know. Sometimes there's no, like, spiritual meaning. Sometimes it's just physical. So you slept uh, um, uh, too much. Which, by the way, leads to another thing, which is also another interesting discussion um, that people ask. It's one of the common things. Okay, we're talking about balance. Right between um, how much should they sleep and the quality, um, and people, a lot of people ask me, okay, listen, you know, last night I, you know, there was an event. I went to sleep very late, but uh, tonight I'm gonna go to sleep so early, I will make up for it. Mm -hmm. Is it possible to make up for it? I think it's another very important question, which is related to balance your sleep. Because what you're doing, this individual that is doing it, it's literally practicing um, sleep that is not balanced. Because one night is two hours or not at all, and the next night is like uh, eight hours. And it's a question, right? If I can catch up. Yeah, it's totally a question. And it's so interesting. Um, it's a question that came up even in, recently in my life where it was a de big debate around a dinner table, right? Whether you mm -hmm. can like bank sleep or if you miss two hours one day, can you, you know, sleep a little bit longer and, and get the same energy in the same and like rejuvenate yourself in the same way. And I was always under the belief that you couldn't. The, the person I was debating with obviously was on the other side, and we were kind of going back and forth because I think science has talked about it. Not maybe not in. Yeah, you 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 cannot you cannot not physically, <laughs> and not spiritually. And it's like uh, let's say for the sake of the I love teaching sharing in metaphors. So let's say for the sake of the understanding, let's say your soul is like. Uh, a battery, right? It's like a phone battery. So yesterday, um, you maybe you plugged your phone overnight, but somehow it didn't really charge. Maybe it charged like a, lately. I've been having it actually. Mm. You know, I charge my uh, my phone or other devices, and uh, next morning I look at it and uh, nothing happened. Time for a new so, phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe. Maybe, but uh, I cherish and appreciate what I do have already. Of course. Okay. Uh, hoping, hoping that it will prolong uh, the stay with us. So let's say it's, it's right now it's like 30%. So the next night you're saying, okay, tonight I'm going to make sure that it's charging. But you can't 
let's say you miss 70% of charging. You can't charge it now 170%. It doesn't work like this. The maximum charge that you can have is 100%. Right. So if last week you didn't sleep a, a whole night, the impact is done. Even if this week you're sleeping like unbelievable sleep, right. deep, straightforward, the scar is there. There's not much that you can do physically. Spiritually, there is something that you can do, which is, this is uh, part of the things of when Kabbalah comes to an action, um, which is um, doing, a, if you're already awake during the night mm -hmm. and you're not sleeping, you want to dedicate a big chunk, if not all of it, to spiritual studies, especially the studies of Kabbalah and especially the main text of Kabbalah, which is the Zohar. They help you charge your battery, your soul, even if you are uh, not asleep. Right, we now, have a whole episode on you, that. Yeah, now you can set your intention that this will correct the nights or a specific night that you did not uh, charge your battery fully. And this will do a, a metaphysical fix, energetical fix. Because there's, I believe with all my heart and soul, I know with all my heart and soul, there is nothing that the Zohar and connecting to the Zohar cannot accomplish. So if you have a strong enough desire and you're using the tool, and especially after night, after midnight, because that's how you correct it, um, it can really be um, amazing. I mean, psychologically, someone might think, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I sleep, I'm going to sleep, I plan to sleep tomorrow night, like, you know what, 10 hours, 8 hours. We already said what happens after like 8 right. hours, right? So you can't overcharge it. By the way, overcharging a battery is also not so good. No, you're not. And there's a whole to. thing of, good. yeah, you're not supposed to, right? Mm -hmm. And also 20%, below 20% is not recommended to get to a place that is below 20%. And that's why the Kabbalists also teach, it's not recommended to get to a place that you are exhausting your, your body. And the, the, the result is that the soul is like getting to a place, it's like the soul can't take it anymore. The soul has to, uh, has to elevate. Like, I don't know about you, but um, I know about myself that if I'm not prepared, uh, meaning I slept beforehand, and, and I'm, I'm doing this, uh, I'm staying later than, uh, than usual. <clears throat> then towards the end, towards the actual sleep, I'm, I'm getting really cranky because it's like my soul becomes like impatient. Mm -hmm. Like I have, to, I have to elevate already. Like what are we doing here? Like why am I staying in the physical body, you know? So psychologically, it might feel good. Oh, you know, I'm charging the battery. I had a great night's sleep last night. So what if Saturday night I was a little bit uh, up? Mm -hmm. There's no so what. It's like we have to... 
And I'm telling this also to myself because what we're doing when we are not going to sleep at a fixed, around at least the same time every night, and there's always exceptions, obviously, um, if you're traveling or anything like that, right? So um, you are creating a spiritual jet lag for your soul, energetical jet lag because every night you move the clock, you change the clock every night. So how do you then account for the differences, it, like using your, um, your battery analogy? So let's say, yeah. you know, Wendy's battery only needs, is it true that like Wendy's battery may only need seven hours while Mordecai's battery absolutely must have eight or David's battery only needs six hours to get to that 100% mark? Like, do some of us have a quicker charge, charging time than others? Yeah, it actually, I, I don't know how many people have the same exact charging time, but it really depends. Um, um, it really depends on your quality of sleep. How long does it take for you to, um, um, to ascend to the higher realms? Um, so many conditions, how you conduct yourself uh, throughout the day how uh, was it more sharing more soul consciousness uh, how many worries stress level uh, fears um, preparation for sleep also using the recommendations that we uh, we have given we have given and by the way as a side note i would not be surprised if there was ever research which maybe if there's like supercomputer maybe we can do that uh, if there was ever a research on the quota of sleep, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, every single place in the world, right now, as we speak, as you're listening, watching us, there is a place right now that it's nighttime. There has to be a nighttime somewhere. So I wouldn't be surprised if, let's say, 8 billion people, and let's say 4 billion people uh, last night didn't sleep well. I wouldn't be surprised if there are other four billion that are sleeping. Um, they are they're doing their charging so good that it's like balancing the other four billion that didn't sleep so good. It's like the quota of charging needs to be met. I cannot imagine that. I mean, you know, the sleep of um, of humanity can be detrimental if the if imagine if humanity is deprived from sleep. The whole mm-hmm. world is deprived, deprived from sleep. Let's say even for one day, it can be, uh, yeah, it can be literally the end of the world. Heaven forbid, so, right? God forbid. So I have a couple of questions. Um, yeah. First, the first is so sometimes I hear people say, for example. I slept well, and, and but like more than one people in a period of time, like I slept well, but I still feel tired. I still feel heavy. So could there be like some like energy, just general energy that dampers that charge that you get? You know what I'm saying? You know, like, are there times in the year where it might be more heavy regardless of what you're doing? Is it or is it always dependent on on you? There are different factors. A lot of them depend on the individual because Kabbalah teaches us that we are here to take control over our lives. Not to just blame it on our sign or 
the time of the year or uh, the energy in the world or right it's how you conduct yourself throughout the days how much you share versus receive um, it's how much you are kind to yourself it's uh, how you prepare yourself for sleep meditations energy wise and physically and uh, how you conduct yourself throughout the sleep so that's one element but obviously there are other elements there are so many elements to this equation mm. uh, so many factors to this equation that affect the quality of your sleep the depth of your sleep and um, and it also varies from one night to another right um, yeah. but ideally you want to get to this place that there is a balance so like people would ask right like even how much do I need to sleep so I don't know now how right like how much do I need to sleep so the amount really depends on the quality and the quality depends on everything I just mentioned right the preparation how you conduct yourself throughout the day and the energy in the world yes but you cannot you cannot always put it on something I, that is like yeah. a, I was I was just asking because it seems lately yeah. that there is more of at least in my social group more people saying oh you know I slept but I woke up feeling tired and and heavy and you know there is a lot going on in the world right now so I just and, and by the way we also recommend because we mentioned it in the past uh, that uh, you an individual will wake up feeling heavy many times when there's a dream by a negative entity mmm that's true they will feel drained so we also recommend uh, to do either the Kabbalistic space cleansing or to use sage or to use special say uh, 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 herbs that we we bring actually from Morocco so so you can do it yourself or you can do it with us uh, especially in the bedroom to cleanse the energy today we can also do it with technology over video conference so there's so many ways uh, and and this by itself will improve the quality of the sleep right we've uh, talked well, about it, that. it also brings up a lot of truth so uh, you better be ready you know when you're doing it to bring up a lot of truth uh, to the surface and you can go back i think three seasons now and find out more about exactly what you're talking about yes you know, a whole season on on that is and not that's that was part but of yeah, the there are many factors, and I would say roughly the majority of the factors depend on the individual. Okay. So then, if that's the case, Mordecai, can you give us some, I know it's all individual, but can you give us some guidelines so that we can at least start to kind of identify what our, like what our balances, our individual balances? So, oh, as, as you said right now, right? First of all, it's a journey. It's a lifetime journey to find the sweet spots on how much time you need to sleep. And it starts with physical things, even timing, how long it takes you to go to bed. And, uh, and if you do wake up in the middle of the night, you want to check uh, the clock. Because this might tell you something about your um, uh, different patterns that are happening. Today also there are different beds and uh, pads they monitor your sleep so let's say if you look at a, a chart of how your sleep is monitored you can learn a lot whether it's every day you look at the night before or once a week you look at the report 
that it gives you uh, uh, for the week, but it's, it's really a journey to find a balance. And the balance starts with fine-tuning yourself. Because there is a gap between what I need spiritually, my soul needs to the charge, and what I need physically. So also, the body needs to rest. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just uh, right the, the soul energy. But the goal is to reach a level that we bridge between the physical and the metaphysical, we bridge that gap. Um, so physically, let's say I need seven and a half hours, but spiritually, I only need six because I'm a sharing human being. I'm uh, I'm very in tuned with what uh, the other people need, or so I need less sleep in the soul level because the soul is living up to its purpose. Um, and by the way, sometimes it happens to us, right? Someone wakes up at 4 a.m., uh, which is not, let's say, the usual time they wake up, and they feel they can... Right. They go back to bed, but they feel, that, you know what? I, I could go on now. I could stay up, awake. Yeah. Right? It happens. Right? So for some of us, um, like, we need to find the sweet spots for us. For some of us, you know what? I look at the battery. I see it's 91%. I don't need to charge it now till 100%. And it's also related to your upcoming day. So let's say I know that today I have a very active day ahead. And it helps me, by the way, to look at the calendar the night, the evening before. So I know to prepare. Let's say the the other day is more easy going. Okay. But this one, I really need to prepare for this day. To conquer this day, I really need to prepare. So I need to go to bed earlier if, obviously, there's always what you want, what's ideal, and what's the reality, right? Mm-hmm. But I need to prepare as much as I can uh, before. And um, during the day, the, the intention even before I go to sleep, it's like I need to charge my battery 100%. I cannot do 91% for tomorrow. Tomorrow needs 100% of the battery. So when I get to bed the next night, I'll have, let's say, 20% battery left, mm-hmm. which is still good. Right. I'm still not good. exhausted and drained. Right. If you're not exhausted and drained, that means that relatively you've been prepared for this day be, be using the night before. So, there uh, is a- so the charging can help you forward. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not like compensating, it just can help you forward. You have more energy in your reservoir to last until the, uh, until the evening. So, there, so there's no like, when I said guidelines, I mean, it's not like you should get three REM cycles a night, no matter what. Or like, there's no way to say like, hey, my battery gets charged at 100%. Yeah, because you're right. I mean, it's it's like, how do you tell? It could be six hours, but I could be doing great spiritual work in the day, so I only need five hours, you know? So it's changing. There's no so, real, so you, no real so you're probably familiar. So you're probably familiar with the water park experience, right? Yeah. Like when you go to the water park, you use one of the slides or you use one of the, uh, I don't know, like even if you go like to an adventure park. Okay, so you went on the roller coaster. 
But at the end of the ride, you need to go back to the line if you mm-hmm. want to do the ride again. Mm-hmm. And that's partially what the soul is going through when we go to sleep because you're not staying in the dream state, in the REM state all the time that you're asleep. Right. You're going in, you have a, sh- a certain period of time, sometimes it can be a few seconds, uh, that you get to ask your questions, to search on the, on the search engine and to get the answer. And uh, then you need to uh, leave the space for another soul to come and charge. So it's like a short time, you go out and then starts the cycle again. You need to, you need to <laughs> fly the, again. And sometimes the line is longer. Right? Sometimes, yeah, you come sometimes out the, the line, line is longer and you're not yeah. getting the same uh, charging you got in the previous dream state. Okay, so. So, th- those of us that look at it this way, you also come prepared for the sleep. Not just, oh, I'm looking at the day ahead, wow. I have one, two, three, four, five things to accomplish. Okay, so I need to be more alert than usual or more on than usual. What about you sleep? Before you go to sleep, okay, this is what I want to accomplish through my sleep. And we spoke about it many times, mm-hmm. about setting your goals, setting your intention. But your sleep can also be very packed, very busy. You know, you have five uh, minutes, three minutes, one minute. In the, you're in the zone. Did you prepare the question? Right. Or like you're standing and like, eh, I don't know what, I'm not sure what I want. Uh-uh, your time is up. Go back to the line. So for the soul, it's like ongoing like this. So usually I would say, um, ideally, physically, it's recommended to have either four or five cycles of sleep which each one, each cycle is uh, roughly 90 minutes. So it's either six, seven and a half. Um, Scientists, doctors, sleep coaches recommend that you do, you set your alarm in, uh, um, in multiples of 90 minutes. So let's say uh, if I went to sleep at 11 p.m., Right, and I can choose to sleep six hours or seven and a half, let's say. Right. But I also need to take around 30 minutes or less, depends on the individual, on how long it's going to take me to take off. So let's say uh, six hours plus, let's say 30 minutes roughly. So six and a half, I'm setting the clock, right, for a certain time. Right? So if I go to sleep at 11, I can set it up uh, for 5.30. But you shouldn't go up to the seven and a half because that it would... No, if you go to the seven and a half, so you do 30 minutes plus seven and a half. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Got it. Right? So it's like five cycles of 90 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's ideal. Yeah. All right, but if you if you know you if you know that you're going to say get less sleep on one night, then the night before you prepare and say okay. Yeah, you need a hundred percent charge. Yeah. Exactly. Got it. I love I love that it's so individual, 
And 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 yeah. I suspect that that's how you feel the next day when you wake up. If you're, you know, you jump out of bed happily or you're sluggish, is a good indicator for you to say, oh, this was this was the right balance for me. Like you can, you can refine it based on how you're feeling, right? Yeah, it's a journey. It's a journey. And my mom always says, you are the best doctor, coach, uh, life coach of yourself because you know, there's no one that, besides, of course, the force of creation, no one that knows you better right. than you because you live with you all the time. Yeah. Right? I can make an argument and, that, that you still don't always know you, but okay, I'll go with you. Yes. <laughs> Obviously, it's also limited, but uh, if there's someone that knows you the, the most, it's you. Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Yeah. Um, and, and it leads us also to the question that many people ask is, okay, so uh, um, what do I do practically, right? Like, how can I uh, practically bridge between the desire of the soul to elevate and desire of the body to, uh, like, how do you know how much you need how you balance between how much you need physically to sleep and how much spiritually. And as I said, it's a, it's a lifetime walk and it is a fine tuning and it's about becoming more and more in tuned throughout the day. So one of the tips I can give to everyone that is listening and watching is you want to start to pay more attention and it's related obviously to being present, but you want to start to pay more attention to your body needs, versus your soul needs. Almost like to go to a state of observing from outside. Mm. Like the body saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. Okay, are you in the hunger or are you watching the voice of the body saying, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. It says, okay, we're going to feed you. Mm -hmm. Right? And then the soul says, I want to share, I want to share, I want to share. And sometimes it's also can be people fear, uh, fear of dying that kicks in, or people like fear is kicking in. Right. When it's like the soul trying to ignite the, the, the awakening, the desire to share. Okay, so you're listening to those two voices, and you're in the middle observing from outside, and the more you are in tune and you are aware, and you're maintaining as much as possible. Balance between the two. Okay, now it's time to feed you. Okay, now it's time to share. Let's go share. You already ate, but I want a snack. Okay, but first let's go. <laughs> right? It's like there's always, it's like there's two elements. Um, it's like almost like two children that uh, they don't want to do the same uh, activity at the, at the same at the same time. So you have to find the. Uh, you know, you have to find. So you want to find your ideal number of cycles. I would say for most of the people, it's either four or five cycles of 90 minutes. You want to set the time. And that's part of also what we do in the one-on-one -on -one out of spiritual sleep, the private sessions, is that we're looking to finding what's ideal for the individual. Um, and a lot of... A lot of um, uh, how should I say it? A lot of journaling. Mm -hmm. You want to study your sleep, study your your patterns, identify your patterns, and how do you know you'll reach the balance? You'll be more happy. You'll be more 
Chill. You'll feel it. Yeah, you'll feel it. So this is the best way to gauge it. Once you set it and you'll find the sweet spot, you'll experience greater happiness, greater calm energy, greater flow I love in the it. zone. I love being in the zone and I really appreciate understanding really what that ratio needs to be and how to discover it for myself. So thank you so much. I really appreciate you as always. Thank you. And we're going to head on now to the language of dreams and the sleep symbol of the week. Right. So the sleep symbol of the week is uh, dreaming that you are, um, you are, or you are within someone else's body. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So it's almost like it looks like a, a chemically induced or a, like hallucination. Mm -hmm. We're talking about something like this that it's not after eight hours of sleep plus. We're talking about, let's say, in the middle of the night. And it's related uh, to um, re-choosing, re-choosing the body you were born in, hmm. the body that your soul is in, um, re-choosing love, re-choosing kindness. Like, I'm so happy. I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, uh, even though maybe another person looks uh, more attractive than me, which I don't believe there are people out there that are more than me, but uh, at best it's equal, right? But let's say um, how they look or something they have in life that I wish that I was in their shoes, in their place, right? So this dream shows the individual, like, Appreciate more. Who you are. Who you are, what you have, the gifts that the force of creation has given you, and uh, all the blessings in your life. So, so is a, it a good practice to, to do with this kind of uh, symbol that you are in someone else's body is uh, to start to make appreciation list every single day. Like even to extend the list from yesterday or two days ago and uh, once a day to look at the list and to even read it out loud because uh, your soul is also telling you to appreciate your body more to appreciate who your is so you can receive more blessings because appreciation is linked directly to your level of appreciation uh, your level of receiving the light so it doesn't sound like it's good or bad it's just trying to get you to see something in a different way because you may yeah. be feeling bad it's about something in your life. igniting, encouraging for the individual more self-acceptance, more uh, acknowledging uh, and embracing and loving who you are and being I, kind to yourself. And yeah, I think that's a beautiful message, actually. It, people that's might have positive. it also when they, when they, uh, there's a part of them that uh, they're judging themselves or being too hard on themselves. So this is a dream that can happen, or a version of it can happen, a symbol that can happen when the individual is a little bit um, uh, either off the path of their appreciation or they need to grow their... Uh, uh, it can get so much more when they appreciate who they are and their body and mm -hmm. their life and the blessings that they have. All right, I think that's very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I would have never thought of that mm. one. I've never had that happen to me. So I'm fascinated. 
buy it. Yes, so you. it's very special. And something to sleep on this week? So uh, something to sleep on is really to find your sweet spot of where you are uh, spiritually and physically with sleep. Uh, choose the amount of cycles, uh, sleep cycles, engage it with a level of happiness. And I would say, as I said before, journal as much as you can, so you can try to find the patterns that are serving you the best and the patterns that are not serving you the best. Perfect. And change them. And change them, yeah. <laughs> That's the key point. All right, Mordecai, thank you so much. Really appreciate all this great insight. And you can find all of our archive um, shows, Something to Sleep On, and the Language of Dreams sleep symbols on our social media sites, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and even and on our podcast platforms. We often put links to our things there, so you can check us out right. on any of our pl podcast platforms. That's a tongue twister. I'm not going to talk about <laughs> <it> again. <laughs> podcast platforms. <laughs> so please visit us there. Like, subscribe, and share. Um, we're going to keep saying it, but the better, the more people that have better sleep in the world, the better this world is going to be. The more you share with people around you how to sleep better, how to dream more clearly, your sleep and your dreams are going to elevate. So please make sure you do like, subscribe, and share. And even <laughs> share, you know, even share with uh, with your family or uh, I mean, family members, to because you're going to benefit from it as well to elevate other people's sleeps by sharing this uh, energy, this wisdom, these insights. For sure. Remember, we were just talking about it. It's like the whole, you know, when the seas rise, the, all the boats go up, right? There's yes. a collective, there's a collective um, energy, a collective, you know, thought that can help all of us. So we really encourage you to do that. Also, if you're interested in a dream interpretation, you can reach out to Mordecai at dreams at Kabbalah.com or even better, you can head to Kabbalah.com under the guidance uh, section where you will find information about getting a dream interpretation in a fantastic um, form that you fill out that's interactive that will give you guidance on the type of dream interpretation that you need or if you need one at all. So please check uh, that out there. And if you're interested in a one-on-one -on -one session with Mordecai to help you focus on something in your sleep and or your dreams that you would like to improve, to better, to evolve, you can reach Mordecai at artofspiritualsleep at kabbalah.com. I also want to put in a little plug for our next season, which will be coming up soon. We are very excited to have Kabbalistic astrologer Miriam Ashkenazi join us to talk about each person's sign and how that person sleeps. But, you know, it's going to be a fascinating season because even if we're not talking about your sign every day, I guarantee you there's energy that you have that you receive when the signs change. Also, there are people in your life that have different signs and finding out how they engage in sleep in dreams is going to be a fascinating journey. So please make sure that you stick with us into our ninth series. All right, Mordecai, we want to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you for all your insight and we look forward to thank seeing you. you next week. Thank you, Wendy. If you have any questions Good or night. comments, make yeah. sure you, uh, you put them in our comment sections. We're happy to get uh, the answers for you to you as quickly as we can. Sleep tight. Sleep tight.